The DWA podcast is recorded live to SD card at the old Wrigley building in Santa Cruz, California. Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh my god. Yo. Do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO. Mellow grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. All the smells of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO. You only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I threw it up. <laughs> This episode of Driving While Awesome is brought to you by Battery Tender. We often get asked what you should bring on a rally or a road trip, what kind of gear, tools, etc. And honestly, I don't even have to use this ad copy because I own one of these and it is something I bring everywhere I go. But Battery Tender is now making a thousand amp jump starter and these are awesome. You can throw away the jumper cables. It fits in your glove box. And on a single charge, you can jumpstart 30 vehicles. On top of that, you can charge your phone and other devices with it. It's got a flashlight. fits in your glove box. Pretty sweet. BatteryTender.com. And if you use the code DWA20, you'll get 20% off your entire order. They have solar chargers, trickle chargers, all that stuff. Uh, even waterproof, weatherproof chargers and uh, maintainers for your battery. And I know most of us have a few extra cars that could use this stuff. So batterytender.com. They've been around since 1965. They know what they're doing. These things are safe. They work. And uh, you get a discount. So for being a listener of Driving While Awesome, use DWA20 at batterytender.com for 20% off. And we appreciate them sponsoring the podcast. All right. Enjoy the show. See ya. Don't stop! Don't stop recording! Don't stop! Won't stop! I just tried to kill a spider and it got away, and now I'm scared. <laughs> I thought we already had stopped. We threw the whole like tight thing at the end there. Oh. <laughs> it's all good. Oh my god! Um, yeah, that reminds me. I have something to tell you on Sunday about spiders, dude. I'm so my um the the weird you know my hole in my floor in my car like where the seat whatever. The scariest thing for me is the fact that I know so many spiders got in. Oh, oh is it like, over the you grass? You know, throughout like throughout like the last like how who knows how long, and they were like crawling up my back and stuff. Yeah, you probably oh ate them. You probably ate them all oh. in your sleep. Dude, just this morning, I was over the di- uh, the the sink, and there's a spider that is in the sink. All of a sudden, I'm like, where did that come from? And Christina's like, it probably came from your hair, and I was like, dude. And and I felt spider webs all over the back of my neck, and it's like, oh. dude, what the fuck just happened? I just go for, like I think you're right. It came from my hair. No. I Come killed on. it, and then Give it was done. Break. But spiders get into sinks and they can't get out. That's a known fact. But how did the web get on my neck? Well, that was just come from uh, another. Well, spiders get in on his neck. Boo. It just happens, you know. Like a, <laughs> everybody knows that. Um, that's, a, that's a known fact. Yeah, yeah. Um, that is a gnarly uh, one, though. The worst is when you walk around a corner and you're like, spider web in the face. You're like, ah. Uh, oh, dude. Yeah. yeah. It's always dude, a garden what do you spider. Guys, what do you guys think about the stick technique? Where you're walking through the sketchy spot yeah. and you're waving yeah. a yeah. stick in yeah. front of you? Yeah. yeah. That's a good, yeah, that's a good approach. Move. Yeah, but what if that's the spider's up high and it fucking gets pulled down by that? Ooh. Yeah, it's not perfect. And lands on your dome, dude. Yeah. yeah. Can we oh. include this? Can we include this in the episode, yeah, please? Yeah, Okay, so this is what I saw on Instagram, one of those dark sides of nature or whatever. 
uh, Nature is Metal accounts, which I recommend you follow. But um, apparently there's a snake in Iran that it's called the Spider-Tailed Viper. And it looks like a rattlesnake, a little bit more viperish, bigger head, that flicks not a rattle at the end of its tail. It, you should look it up. It's fucking disgusting. I'm looking it up. But this tail with little legs and it looks like a spider it flicks it around whoa and then it waits for a bird to come along and whack bird for dinner the spider-tailed viper it is disgusting and wait, poisonous wait, wait, wait. A spi- it has a spider connected to its tail it looks it like it's tail no it's so gross no, looking there. like i'm putting it in the, the fact chat that, here i've watched a lot of planet earths and nature on pbs that's just a hippie speedball activity you didn't get into here and there. <laughs> but uh, I've never even heard of this thing. So um, look it up. The Iranian spider-tailed viper. I think it's Iranian. But, uh, uh, Iranian. Thank Italian. You. Um, my wife is terrified of snakes. I'm not a big fan of spiders. I don't hate them, hate them. But uh, those two things together are just... Pretty it's pretty gross. gnarly, dude. You know, it pretty doesn't gross. even look like certain angles. It doesn't look like a spider. It looks more like a, like a potato bug, which are really ugly. You know, like, yeah. it's like yes, yeah, it's like a big fox tail. I don't of. like that, guys. Yeah, that's not good. That's not good. <laughs> Did you see it? Did you click on the link? Yeah, yeah. I don't like that at all. Yeah, that's not great. Um, that's not a cool thing. Well, welcome like to Driving Well Awesome. My name is Warren. I'm Lane. I'm Art. I'm Brian. This is a Sunday edition. Thank you all. And uh, how you guys doing? Any uh, Project Car updates? I figure we should start with some current events. What's going on in the fleets and whatnot? In the fleets? Are they yeah. on fleek? You got, can, can I, I start? Because I have the Somebody lamest thing possible. Yeah, my, I can start. My can super start. lame 30 seconds. Um, I wiped off all the dead bugs off of my the front of my car. So that was so I, oh. I haven't washed it. I just, cool. Did, I just, paint, did I, the paint come off? I sprayed down the whole front end, all, anywhere that had bugs and the mirrors, with um, Griot's uh, detail spray, and then left it on there five minutes, wiped it off with a microfiber cloth, came right off, and yes, Lane, I took some little chips of paint off with some of those caked-on bugs off of my air dam. So now it looks patina, though. You know, it's kind of nice. Uh-huh. That's going to happen. Yeah. Brian, how about you? I bought a new car. <laughs> what? What? New project car introduction. I haven't told you guys about it yet. Holy crap. Oh, my what? God. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. So, Actually, wait. Can uh, I throw, the, can I throw the, the bumper in? Is this is this the time, or do we talk about that later? What? Rear bumper on my car. What? Wait. He just, like. I just introduced later, a new dude. car, dude. dude. I mean, yeah. we, we moved on from you, Art. Damn it. You, I, I raised it. my hand. Somebody yeah, called yeah, on yeah. me, dude. That was too late. You can <laughs> say it. You can do it right after this. It's not. You're, you're still yeah. here, dude. I, I, uh, <laughs> no, but I think this is a good time to stop Brian. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Let's get back to Art real quick. <laughs> Go for it, Brian. <laughs> I he said w- real quick, 30 seconds, and he goes, hey, uh, Brian, your turn. And- <laughs> I forgot about that yeah. part. Yeah, yeah. Um, Seriously, yeah, did, he, did he right. call on me? I forget who called on me. I, I don't I know. Really I had somebody called me. Art I called on me, and then he interrupted me. I think yeah, Warren yeah, called, called on you. It's, dude, it's pretty, it's pretty big news. It's pretty big news. Like, the pieces may be falling together. It's a huge thing because I have no idea. It's a sight unseen. Uh, I already talked to Lane about right taking, take, taking pictures and everything. Dude, I, 
it's a vintage car. I've been wanting to get into vintage cars for a long time. I've had the 56 Chevy on my plate forever. That's been hanging over me like a terrible snake with a spider tail. And, uh, I tried the Mercedes, you know, I had that weird project uh-huh. where I wanted to do the Mercedes with the Euro M110 and the manual transmission. All the parts were there, but you know, we had a kid and it was like, I just ran out of time and it was weird, you know, that injection and there's just no support for that stuff here. Buick um, Skylark, of course. Let's not forget. Buick Skylark. R.I.P. Not not a rally car, right? Like, to- I tried no. it on one, you know, Warren, you and I were driving, and it was like, oh, yeah. drum brakes all the way around. Uh, a big floaty Bad thing. Guy. I, it, I love the Skylark. I think it's great. Uh, my wife misses it. She likes the big convertible stuff. I thought it was a lot of fun, but it was like, what am I really going to do with this thing? So, um you know, it definitely didn't fit our rally thing. So I picked up a vintage rally car. It's a full project. I'm Whoa. pretty excited about it. I don't know if you guys should act guess or anything like that. But yeah, let's guess. Let's okay. guess. Let's you guess. have to give us some kind of hint, though. I like there, I got something. Ford. What, uh, what era? Ford Falcon. What era? Uh, yeah, uh, late '60s, early '70s. Okay. It's only in only in hindsight, you know, does it actually end up making a lot of sense for me you know it's like i wasn't even looking for this i just happened to be searching craigslist i'll uh, here's a hint uh i was doing at first i did 100 to 500 100 to 800 dollar search uh this is on brzo then i jumped to that that eight eight hundred to fifteen hundred dollar search that's where i found it full project wow uh triumph no uh Jeez. a sprite a sprite nah austin sprite. i like sprite that guess is what he's saying it's yeah. a good guess i like that one yeah that's not it okay a rusty horrible sprite that was and I, I don't i don't mean to leave you guys hanging on the edge of your seat only guess if it's fun i'm happy to reveal late whatever 60s? you guys want late 60s late 60s early 70s that time range okay okay so it's not a mustang too um, oh yeah look at that i that saw a, did you see there was mike uh mike i can never pronounce his last name posted one at pick and pull there was like a mustang uh cobra for like 2200 <laughs> at pick and pull over the hill somewhere um yeah it looked pretty yeah. sweet uh duh, duh, duh. dude that's so ch- low dude i can't uh, I f- but you don't like them like a ford capri but you don't like those yeah he doesn't like capris right I don't like the little weird side vents and stuff. God, it's got to be something no so. Can we know? Can we know country of origin with. at least? No. Not too much of a, too big of a hint. Just me saying no is big enough of a hint that I think it. Yeah. America. It's unfortunate that you asked. It's not not America. I still want to say oh. it's a British car, but I just don't should think I, should I just go for it? I don't you know. Just you guys go are stumped. for it, dude. Volvo nineteen seventy one Volvo one four two. With a four-speed uh-huh. manual transmission. Interesting. Uh-huh. Okay. Du- uh-huh. Dual carb. Yeah. This is for sale What's for $1,000. Um, it's at a tow yard in Novato. Um, basically, I called the guy and, you know, it's a tow yard. Uh, they It was an estate. You know, someone had passed away. They got three old Volvos from this place. He said it was... Uh, you know, kind of, it's, it's almost like they drove them until, uh, it, something broke and then they bought a new one and then they drove that. Um, I didn't see the other Volvos. Uh, so I don't know how long they kept these things, but he said they had reason to believe that it last run and, uh, had last run in 2018. Um, mm. but it looks, it looks clean. Uh, I mean, it looks, I, I really don't know what I'm getting here, but, uh, the, the, 
the deal was it's like you know all the pieces of the puzzle are there it's like you know in the right year range being pre-smog and uh it's it looks complete uh it's all there and it's the two-door with the four-speed manual and the dual car b20 uh, and, and the interior, like first glance, it's like, oh, the seats are tattered. But then at second glance, it's like, oh no, the, the front seat, uh, the driver's seat, that's not actually stuffing coming out. That's a, that's a, uh, sheepskin seat cover that's halfway off of it. Um, the passenger seat looks like it's in great condition. Uh, and you know, all, there's a, 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 you know, it's covered in dust and whatever on the, on the outside, but it looks straight, like no major dents. If it's original paint, that was kind of like my big thing is like, if it's original paint, like this seems like a good, you know, non, he said no rust, really a uh, good shell to start with. Um, what color? And, and, uh, it's, it's a yellow. Oh, so I that think mustard it's yellow. Safari yellow. Mustard mm. yellow is more mm. accurate. Um, yep. yellow so is actually you... my least favorite color. Uh, uh, uh but I'm, it's warming did... up on me. Yeah. So you and OEM oil leaks are best friends now? Yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So actually, yeah. that's one of the things. So I started reaching out to a few people, and I was like, "Oh, you know, first it starts like this. It's like I send send the link, and I'm like, oh, look at this. This looks kind of good. And then I'm like looking at it more, and then I'm like, oh, I kind of really want this thing. Actually, I ended up calling uh, Joe that night, and I recorded a podcast with him that I can send over. Um, uh, and and I was just picking his brain about like his build, and you know, with these Volvos, I wasn't really sure it felt kind of like one of those things where they seem cool enough it's rear wheel drive all that stuff but you start to get into the details and there's like just not really enough support to be able to get any parts and and that sort of thing that's what i was worried about but after chatting with him for a while it's and and chatting with thomas and, and a few others it it feels like the parts availability is actually there and you know it shares the front suspension i guess is like the 122 the earlier generation the rear suspension is like the 240 more or less, which obviously had a super long run. There are resources like IPD mm. and, you know, in Sweden, there's like a crazy number of resources, right? And people keep these things going. But anyways, that's it. That's the thing. It's a project, you know, that's the project car. And, uh, Sweet. And, and you know, I it's, like those. It's, I've always liked those. I've always, I've always yeah. liked them too. And, and yeah, it, it, it's only in, it's only in hindsight where it actually makes a ton of sense where it's like, you know, and I, I wasn't searching for a Volvo. I was searching in that 800 to $1,500 range. And this happened to show up. It, it was a five day old ad. Oh, that's the other thing. So, um, I bought it sight unseen because, you know, it was five day old ad. I called the guy, I chatted with him for a bit. You know, there had already been one person to come to look at it, but they were waffling. Like they didn't have, the money, they were kind of a tire kicker. Two more people were going to be looking at it that Saturday. Two more people lined up. Uh, and so basically it was like I could, and getting up to Nevada is not straightforward for me. Uh, so I took a risk. Basically it's like I could have waited until they passed on it uh, and, and you know, maybe made a deal with them. I think he would have gone as low as 750 but that's only if these people didn't buy it. And so I just, I just did it. I just bought it side and scene. And it feels like the sort of thing that if I, if I really choose not to uh, go with it, it's, you know, it's nice to have the option to have it. And if I need to resell it, whatever, so be it. But it looks like it might be pretty clean. 
Um, it sounds like if it's even close to what you're advertising and you cleaned it up and wrote like a really good ad, you would make yeah, a couple bucks right. on it. You it know, seems like, like it, even yeah. at the very worst. Yeah. And so the first, yeah. the first thing I'm doing actually, and I'm getting this great help from the community here is uh, Joe, you know, I was looking around to get it towed down here. That'd be like 250 bucks, which is fine. I would actually probably just do that, but uh, you know, who knows about scheduling and get and, and, and who would be towing it. So I hit up Joe and he's down. And so I'm paying him some cash, uh, you know, getting him cash, saving money for me. And then I'm going to have him tow it straight to Kevin at AutoWorks Detailing to detail it like straight away. Like it's been sitting for a little while. Like I just want to know what I have. And um, so uh, I, I, you know, I'm paying for 30 days of storage with him uh, and, you know, detail it whenever you get a chance, basically. Uh, and so, you know, we'll see what the interior and exterior looks like. And just that alone, like if I were to want to get out of it at that point, it feels like a, you know, a, 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 yeah, ha- having it detailed would be, that's all you would need to get out really. But yeah, so right. uh, the basics are like, w- what am I into? It's like the rear wheel drives, boxy stuff, right? Uh, I love E30s. I, Ford Escorts are a big deal for me. Uh, Cortinas, Lotus Cortinas are rad. A, a, a Volvo 142 is like, in that same vein. Right. And it's, it's a live axle rear. They, they're known to be dependable. Um, they have, uh, immediately actually after seeing this ad, I went to my, uh, my big thick rally book. Um, Hmm. and I looked, it has a full listing of results all, all the way from the very beginning of when they started keeping track of, uh, of of finishing places. Uh, all the way to like, I think, I think it's like 1998 or something is when it ends. And so I went and I was looking at the results from the uh, late sixties, early seventies for Volvo. And it's like, Volvo's in there. Like, uh, um, uh, Marco Allen, uh, got his start in a Volvo 142. And so he placed, he placed second or something overall in the hundred, uh, a uh, thousand lakes rally in Finland in a Volvo one four two in nineteen seventy two or something and it's like if 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 I were to uh instead of just like finding this thing on Craigslist if I were instead to look at all the results from uh you know nineteen sixty six through nineteen seventy four and list out all the cars it's like everything's super expensive uh except Volvos are pretty cheap. So like all these finishing cars are like, you know, the Ford Escorts and whatnot. And it's like, those things are bank right now or they're Lancias and weird, weird stuff. Right. Um, but a Volvo is like relatively cheap and it's, you know, I think overall they're heavier than the competition. Their motors aren't as peppy. These are all real drawbacks. Um, but fundamentally they're like a durable car and there is some history there. Um, so yeah, plus I don't know. It's, it's, uh, yeah, they're just kind of cool looking cars too. I've always, I've always liked them. I, I like, I was always admiring Sean's when he had it and now Joe bought it and is running it. And so anyways, I'm pretty excited. It's, it's kind of fun. Nice. Yeah. I look forward to seeing it. I like that color and yeah, like you said, you can't go too wrong. I mean, if it really isn't something you're ready to take on or, you know, just too much work than you thought you can just get rid of it. I mean, yeah, it's, right. it's like a pre-smog, manual two-door volvo that's like always desirable right somewhere in yeah the world. yeah and, the, cool. and one good I mean, thing about a, a volvo uh you know as a uh old car to resurrect is like 
they kind of, um, they put a ton of paint on those cars and they did a ton of underbody coating and that sort of thing, you know, coming from Sweden, they were like kind of the first to be doing that. But I even found, I found this ad where it's like, we put 33 pounds of paint on every car and I don't know how much is normal. Right. But (laughs) they're advertising that they did more. So if anything, that's just giving a little bit more wiggle room for paint correction. If, if it is in fact, original paint and I'm just crossing my fingers that it is, um, you know, I'm just, I, 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 I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, there's a good chance that we might be able to bring it back. Yeah, that's cool. Well, I look forward to seeing it. That's, that's interesting for sure. And what do you think? I'll send you guys the pictures of the site as, do you, um, do you, I mean, it sounds like it's got a dual carb setup. I don't know if that's like a, if this makes it an S or if that's like a standard deal. Um, do you, do you plan on just running it as is for like a one rally or do you already plan on hot rodding it, um, off right off the bat? I, yeah, that's a good question. I, I don't have an answer for you. I'm definitely, I'm looking at all options immediately. I was, uh, uh, I will say that I was, um, when I drove Pat's 510, uh, you know, a month or so ago, that made a big impression on me. He, his orange 510, he just built that whole thing, right? So he got a car, went through the paint, and then had a motor actually built. And it was more reasonably priced than I was expecting. Um, and the motor ran sweet. It was like a totally original car. It's got the original radio and everything. And it was just Pat's orange 510 is a rad little package. Um, and it made me kind of think like, you know, a thousand bucks, get it detailed and then just have a motor built. This is a little B20. Like, you know, it might not be that expensive to just like dive in and have it built, have it dyno tuned and everything like that. And that, that was kind of my first thing. It was more like, you know, what can I do to arrange the funds so that I can just throw uh, four grand at a motor and, and then have that be solid, right. Just because I want to be able to use it and then factor in that you gotta be, there's going to be other stuff too. Um, but the more that that I think about it, or do you use like a red block or, you know, like a later, well, that's, that's the thing. So the more that you, the more that I read about it, it's like, ah, maybe I should take my time a little bit with it. Maybe I should just try to get this thing running. I mean, I have no idea really. Uh, they said it ran in 2018 feels like one of those things, you know, they're known as tractor motors and whatever, like I could probably just get it running. Uh, and so maybe start there and then continue to do more research because Lane, like you mentioned, you know, there's different varieties of these Volvo motors and, you know, probably if I, if I jumped right into a rebuild, unless I had someone really knowledgeable there coaching me and telling me I was making the right choices, I'd probably regret, you know, making certain decisions without doing more research first. Um, cause yeah, you can do like, uh, you can get later blocks that are better for, for, for reliability reasons. And, and, um, there's a lot of decisions to be made about like how far you want to overbore and do different pistons and what, and, you know, who's doing the head work and, and then the induction, uh, or, you know, the, the fuel system too, it's like fuel injection was an option in those year ranges, uh, that might be a cool thing to do, or maybe keep the carbs. I don't know. You could also do like a standalone or something like a kill, like a right. cool modern setup. That's like, yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. looks like side drafts and like, totally s- like super totally. killer and they'll probably give you like way better drivability and power. Um, right. I don't know. Like that. I, yeah. I mean, at least there's some Volvo people in our little community, like Tyler right. and Ryan and 
you know. Yeah. Um, I would say Tom, but he has an LS in his, so it kind of like puts him out there. But, but he uh, does have he does have yeah. Volvo history. He's run wagons yeah. in the past and that yeah, sort of yeah. thing. Um, but yeah, he's only semi Volvo guy. He's mostly a VW guy. I mean, basically, yeah. you know, every time I text with Thomas, it's like, yeah, slam it, which is a very VW <laughs> guy thing to say, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, more. more but, uh, yeah. But yeah, so we'll see. I mean, and more and more. And so I think right, you know, it's turned from like wanting to jump in and just see what I can do to line up to just get it right on the road. Um, because really I'm mentally comparing this to the, the project that is the 56 Chevy. And, and to me, it's actually based on our last podcast. So E28, we were going through the fact, you know, I was talking about this dilemma where it's like, you know, yeah, this car was nearly free, but I'm going to drop five, six grand into it, <laughs> like just to make it what I want. And then, so af- afterwards, it's like thinking through that, it's like, well, you know, if what I really, then I'm going to end up with another sedan. I've already got a BMW sedan. And am I really just a BMW guy? I don't know, but it's kind of like two cars that would be doing the same thing. And it's like, uh, if, if I'm going to, uh, you know, drop five, six grand into something, why not be something that I like? And then this happened to come up like a, the next day, uh, randomly, but yeah, so offload, I offloaded the E28. That's going, that's going to stay in the community. Uh, and then my plan, if I can wrangle it together, is to offload the 56 Chevy as soon as possible and get that monkey off my back. Like, I just, I, I don't want it hanging over me. Um, and this is like, instead of that, well, I mean, it's not exactly, it's, it's a, a major pain in the ass. One, like my dad is not as convinced as I am. I have to keep convincing him. I think it doesn't matter, like, he's down to sell it. He's not as enthusiastic about the build idea as I am, you know, like I get all detailed mm. about it. But, uh, if I were to just take the initiative and like line everything up and, and find a buyer, he would say yes. At the end of the day, I think mm. that's all that really matters. Um, and, uh, I don't know why it's so important to me to just like get it out of, get it sold because we could very well just like stick it back in the forest and let it sit. But, for some reason, it feels important to like offload that and then focus on one thing. Um, and it just feels way more achievable to start with something, uh, you know, one that's complete, one, two that has paint, right? Because that's a huge cost. Three uh, is like a little more economical um, in terms of parts and just consumables in general. And four, no small thing. Uh, these cars came with four wheel disc brakes, hmm. like from the factory. Yeah. And that's more fun to drive too. I mean, that's kind of, awesome. and more Chevy. fun to drive. Yeah. yeah and you, like you said, a rolling project is so much easier to manage and yeah. like, just like right. put, wrap your head around, right? Like a car yeah. and you're not a guy that like wants a show car anyways. So it's right. kind of like, right. you know, it's like a perfect yeah. thing to have a, like, that's why I think I, I know Warren has suggested in the past, like, you know, gearing rid of your 56 and buying one that was just like right. kind of going, but not, you know, like just kind of whatever tattered a little bit, but you know, for yeah. 15 grand or whatever. Right. Um, yeah. Right. So this so, seems like a so, good alternative for sure. Yeah. I mean, it would, it does, it does everything that the 56 would do, if not better <laughs> really. Uh, and yeah, like I, I'm, I'm the 56 is a weird hitch for me because I do appreciate um, period correct stuff and you're locked into four wheel drum brakes with the 56. And even if you have right. good power, it's like 
feels weird. And once you start changing the brakes, then all of a sudden you're getting more modern. And then you turn into one of those guys that's doing a resto mod. And it's like, that's not me. I don't want to be doing that. And, and, and this Volvo allows me to like, you know, they came with four wheel disc brakes. It's a reasonable little car. Right. And, and, uh, you, you know, I could, I could stay traditional with this thing and still be, still have fun. Really. I don't know. That's a theory. Totally. Totally, and it's yeah. more, and, and really it's like, I mean, probably the last thing I'll say here is just that it's kind of a, on the 56 part and all that, it's kind of a yo-ho call. Like you only have one life. Like, do I want to be doing this full car restoration project? No, at this point in my life, I do not want to. <laughs> like, I don't want to yeah. get sucked in to a giant thing that's hanging over my head like that. I just don't. And so why am I letting it uh, weigh on me? Um, you know, if in the future things change, maybe I strike it rich by winning the lottery or something like that. And money is no object. And I could just have somebody build, build it for me. And I don't have to spend all the time and thought uh, about it. Uh, then it's a moot point. You know, there's no reason to actually keep it for that reason, because at that point I could just buy one that's already started. Like there's examples, uh, recent sales on bring a trailer a very good restorations going between 30 and 50 grand. And it's like, they've already done it. <laughs> like all I would have to do is buy. There's, there are plenty out there. I could just buy. And if I want to go cheaper, I could too, you know, full range. I could just buy one whenever I want and do whatever modifications I want to. If that hair really does get up my ass. Right. Um, but, uh, dude, I mean, getting it together, like I would love to just like, you pull all the parts together and sell it, like get it, get it out within like 30 days or something. But the reality of like getting it into a spot, I mean, I've reached out, I found a few people who are like kind of interested, but in bo both cases, it's like, yeah, if you put, if you put the hood and fenders on and that sort of thing, it's going to be a lot easier to sell. And it's like, okay, well, so I got to bring it home. I got to pull all the parts into one spot. I got to take pictures of every little piece. I already hit up Lane to help with that, but uh, they don't. I was originally thinking just take pictures of where it sits, but you know, if I'm really serious about getting rid of it, I think I gotta, I gotta do the work of getting it all in one spot, collecting everything, and then yeah, posting hanging that. fenders. I think would make a big difference. It would, yeah, not yeah. To, not to extend the story too much longer, but the last okay. time I heard, the Chevy went to a shop in Scotts Valley yeah. and was going yeah. to be worked on, but then I never, we never heard another update. So, is it yeah, not at the so, shop anymore? Did it no, get it some is. Work it's, done? it's still at the shop and, uh, there was a lot of discussion back and forth. So I was, you know, working in a fabrication shop. I had my own impressions on what it would take and what it might cost to do a few basic things like specifically get the truck axles underneath the car so I can get rid of the truck and basically just have a, a rolling chassis. Now it's on the six lug axles that I just bought. But, uh, we traded back and forth. You know, we had, I, I had a, a Google doc going that listed out all the different items as you would expect. And as probably you guys predicted, uh, like verbally on the podcast, it, the bill went up like, you know, three times higher than I was hoping, uh, basically. And so, uh, it, you know, I got to a point probably three months ago now, it's been a little while where I was like, yeah, you know, there's no, I can't find a way for this to work. Uh, it's just, it's too much. So I'm going to end up pulling it out. I may sell it. Uh, uh, so if you know anybody who wants to buy it, let me know. And this is the conversation between me and him. Um, 
Uh, and so, yeah, I basically, you know, pulling out of that and uh, just pay for the time that he spent kind of helping, helping flesh it all out. Hmm. And so anyway, the truck chassis will go with that project or be sold the what? separate? Oh, the truck uh, chassis? So truck chassis update. Um, I bought two, uh, I towed one down. It was helpful for getting all the measurements and stuff, but, uh, basically it's cut that up and dispose of it. The second one, uh, I would have to, would have had to go back up to Ukiah many months ago. I just told the guy, I was like, I'm out. Like, you know, I've, I've got what I need already. And so you can resell it. And, you know, I was kind of like, it was like a favor that he was doing to me. Like, I know you sold it and you want it out of there. Uh, but, uh, here's where I'm at. And he's like, no worries. I'll just resell it. I'll make more money off of it probably. Uh, so don't, don't stress about it at all. If that's your situation, all good. And so I just, you know, I paid extra for a single chassis, but it helped, it helped me get to the point of like knowing that, uh, it, it, you know, where, where the project would need to go and kind of, you know, think through it so that I could be at a stage where I'm ready to leave it. I see. So, yeah. So finishing off on the topic then, um, next Saturday gets towed to AutoWorks detailing. I happen to be away. <laughs> so Joe is like helping me, uh, in a killer way here. Like I'm not even going to be there to help. He's going to just go tow it. Yeah. And, uh, and then it's going to be like a reveal. Like I don't even, I'm not even going to see it. Kevin's going to see it first. Uh, and, and then they're just going to detail it when they get a chance. It's not going to be right away. I don't think, um, he has a a pretty big backlog, I'm sure. Um, but it'll be, (laughs) you know, it'll be like kind of a reveal to me, like what I ended up with. So that'll be kind of exciting. Yeah, I'm sure. Like, I don't even take... know if it has black plates or blue plates or no plates. Maybe it has no plates because it's a tow yard, but I don't know any of these details. So it has a title, clean title. It's a lean. It's a lean sale. Does it? Okay, but you don't know what kind of title it has. So no title. Lean sale, oh. I think, is no title. Like basically, I go with the paperwork, uh, with lean sale paperwork, and get a title. Yeah. I think it's a pretty common thing, but yeah, I think what that means is I think it's no title. And I think part of the reason the guy actually said, uh, that it can be a good thing. And you know, it, this is him selling cars. So, uh, take it with a grain of salt maybe, but I, it sounds right to me. The person who owned it is deceased. So it's actually easier with a lean title, you know, once it goes filters through the tow yard, because otherwise, you're like trying to get a signature of somebody who's deceased basically, or there's like, it goes through this whole system of, you know, who the executor of the will is and weird stuff like that. No, it shouldn't be too hard. I know we've done that. I've done that with cars before, but I just don't remember if it like carries any, so it doesn't carry any past at all. I don't think so. Yeah. I think it, I think it probably wipes all that, but there's, there's an outside chance. I'm, I'm definitely not going in, you know, uh, just because this is true, but there's an outside chance that it could be like an original car. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it, yeah, there, hmm. you, you, I, I just don't know. Um, well, hopefully auto Kevin and, uh, they take some good pi- before pictures and like during pictures and do a video yeah. and stuff, do the whole yeah. am, ammo, like ammo NYC does, has done that with a yeah. few of those like barn finds and stuff. It'd be really yeah. cool. So I show. did hit up. I, I was thinking that same thing. I did hit up Naveed because 
I kind of wanted to get photos of it in the tow yard yeah. as it sits. Um, and Navid's up in SF. And so that might not be far, but, um, the logistics of like getting there, uh, and Navid's taking the photos and like work, work yeah. with the dude. Yeah. So, instead, but Nav- so Navid's going to help. He's going to, he's going to meet at AutoWorks detailing whenever it's appropriate and take photos before photos of it there. So That's that'll great. be fun. Yeah, that's really easy and for then, him because he's in the East Bay. Like he just untouched. goes straight across. Yeah. Yeah. And then do, of course, then do after. Um, so Sweet. Uh, yeah, so we'll see. Okay. That's it. That's my project car update. Oh, I no. I, I have one more I'll throw in. Jeep. <laughs> uh, well, so shout out to Kevin. Uh, the uh, Jeep and E46 330 got detailed and they look amazing. Um same day nothing to do with kevin uh uh the freaking combo switch for the wipers goes out on the jeep and that's what yeah you need like that you definitely need that <laughs> so the wipers were just on and oh, they wouldn't no. shut off and you can't oh, turn them off and you wow, can't change, you like problem. apparently it's like not weird for these cars so hmm. you have to you don't just replace an internal thing you replace the whole lever and everything like 800 bucks if you call o'reilly uh it's cheaper if you go to rock auto but it was like yeah for now i just pulled the fuse for the wipers and it's just the wipers alone how much is it from chrysler (laughs) i'll have to ask i didn't even i haven't i haven't called i would imagine it's similar if not more but uh, i would definitely want to go oe on something like that although the oe one's Sounds like it sucks, but still. I would just find out the supplier, whoever it was, and try to get, because a lot of times it's a, you know, let's say Bosch, and they'll scratch off the Bosch and sure. yeah. a Jeep or something. Yeah. So, yeah, do yeah. some research so, there, but try to we were, Dorman or. We are already on the fence. Like, you know, we're talking about, like, you know, we have 106,000 miles, and it's, so it's feeling a little squishy, I think I mentioned, and it's like, do we, do we spend 3K on suspension bushings and all of that to get it up to snuff or you know maybe like there's tires that you could throw in the mix too or do we just off it and do something else and so and then now this is on top of that too you gotta, so, you gotta anyway. do this no matter what right yeah now I mean, you have like, to do this to sell it no, yeah. that's, no matter what you do mm-hmm. cut out that stuff uh okay yeah. so brian that was really well done you have you had a lot there can we should we go do you have one or should we go to arts uh bumper no go for it Wham. all right you said you have two right well mine's kind of mine's kind of long so if you want to go you can go uh I, I can't um what is it it's uh it's a hard one to follow up right that that whole um this is that was yeah. pretty epic there's a lot of moving parts in that one brian mine's uh very Liter- simple literally i uh found a euro actually no someone tagged me and a few people dm me about a euro bumper set for an e30 on instagram there's this one site uh, or this one instagram account rather not site uh, that basically deals with mostly E30 European parts. They're based in Eastern Europe, and they export them to the U.S. and the U.K., uh, and they also do some E24 and E28 stuff. Um, it's like E30 Worldwide or something like that. I can't remember. Um, and, like, simultaneously, like, John, uh, Bad Rabbit Habit, like, tags me on the post, and I get three DMs, like, within a few minutes. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I look at it. I DM the guy. The price is, like, extremely competitive compared to stuff that I've seen in the U.S., uh, and it's shipped. So, um, 
I basically, within five minutes of talking to this Ukrainian guy on Instagram that I've never <laughs> communicated with in my life, um, I, I sent him hundreds of dollars via PayPal, uh, and that was a week ago, <laughs> and I have not received a tracking number, uh, and I DM'd him yesterday, or no, actually the day before yesterday, and I asked him, you know, if he could just send me the tracking number, because he said he was going to ship it right away. Of course, he hasn't shipped it yet. Um, and he said that he was going to ship it today and I DM'd him today. Uh, it has not shipped and apparently tomorrow is a holiday. So, um, and he's he responding to, at least. Yeah. And he was supposed to send me pictures today, by the way. Um, which I asked if he did because I, I just, he's like, he said this. I didn't even ask initially. He's like, you know what? I'll send you some pictures. We can confirm everything then. You can see the condition and I'll ship them. Or ship it. And uh, so no movement. Supposedly it's going to go out uh, the day after tomorrow. We'll see what, what happens. So um, it's a kind of a bit of a mystery right now. We'll see if that, <laughs> what happens. But um, yeah. It, uh, so has this guy sold other stuff? Like his, yeah. So, so the, his account the only reputable? reason, the only reason I went with it is because, um, he, you know, he said he has a lot of stuff listed on there that is listed as sold, but the guys from CA tuned, um, have actually posted stuff that they bought from him and like, and, and done mm-hmm. like videos on restoring like an old heart gay kit or M tech kit, um, and installing it on their cars. And, and they've posted the Ukrainian account, um, have posted stuff from like ECA tune. So it seems like they shipped them a lot of stuff. Um, so I figured, okay, there's someone here in the industry, at least that I've talked to before that know that I know exists <laughs> um, yeah, and, yeah. and uh, is pretty well That's known good. and apparently buy stuff from these guys. So um, yeah, it's been kind of a weird um, transaction so far, but I hope it comes through. The, the bumper is in the best condition that I've seen so far. Like, um, <clears throat> you know, Chaycor um, had sent me stuff from the, from the UK on eBay and like everything's super rusted out or like the, chrome is all super pitted like it's all worn and down like you have to re-chrome it and like they're just like impossible to find and uh ecs tuning keeps pushing out their um availability date on them like it's like every couple months they update it and they keep pushing it out now it's like at the beginning of next year uh when they'll have them back in stock so um i think they i don't know if they build replicas or restore them but i have a feeling that it's kind of like the ones that Remember like the Vietnamese ones lane for R107s? I have a feeling yeah. they have them made and they just use yeah. OEM hardware on them because everything like the, like the bumper, I'm sorry, the rubber strip, like the, and like, they probably uh, have that remade too. Really? Okay. Cause they, I, I so thought I saw we, them listed them. Go for it. I don't know. Maybe, but like when we did the R107 bumpers, we would, they remade the everything. Okay. Cause even the, hardware, the lower body panels of the car, like, cause you had a different corrugated, you know that corrugated metal on the R one oh seven? You would okay. have a different rear face and they would send that too. Oh dang, like the valance but, uh, there on the bottom? Yeah, the valance. Oh really? Yeah, yeah these guys because so, uh, yeah. the the only reason I mentioned I think I thought that they just made the metal part is because they list all of the OEM part numbers for the rest of the shit they include. And I thought, okay, mm-hmm. that's probably you know, like the little side rubber trim pieces and like the, the all the hardware and stuff like that. But um Yeah, could, so they might know. I mean we we ended up we would offer like bu- selling the rubber from the factory as well, because that was a nicer part. Oh, you know? okay. Yeah, um, yeah. And the factory does still make the rubber, but, um, you know, they don't offer the bumpers anymore. So that might be the case with, with them as well, where 
the quality is better on the rubber. So right, that makes um, sense. They do it that way. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So we'll see. I mean, it's. <laughs> as i said it's a bit of a mystery right now I, I i it seems like it'll pull through it's just kind of slow to take off and then after it actually ships who knows how long he said four to five weeks so um i'll Dang. eventually get it yeah so slow boat to slow china boat. Yeah. yeah uh but super exciting though i mean that's I, what I'm, you'd expect though right yeah i mean that stuff takes time like get, like checking the euro bumper box man I mean, that's you're actually getting it done pretty quick if this comes through. Like the people were years yeah. on that stuff. Uh, Austin, I, I'm going to blow his last name, but Cavacavo or whatever. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. With the E28 yeah. M5. Yeah. Yeah. Super clean cars that he runs, but uh, yeah, I think he just recently posted that he finally completed it, and it was like a five-year effort to put all the pieces together because he right. wanted to go all OEM and everything. Yeah. But I mean, you yeah. know, these efforts like take a lot of time. If totally. this does pan yeah, out, you to, you're stoked. On on that car, you have to put the different valances on too, so you had to paint it and all that, and weld it. Yeah. No, right. those are that's yeah, a, yeah, welded. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a big job. Right. Right. Yeah, E28s are E28s also are notoriously even. I mean. This is crazy, right? Because I'm talking about how crazy rare the E30 shit is. E28s are even more rare. Like, everything is completely yeah. obsolete. So, like, whereas, like, in this case, there's some alternatives, right? Like, this ECS stuff, obviously not not available right now, but back-ordered. But, like, E28, yeah. like, there's Dude, nothing. Know, <laughs> it's like, it's all... I know of a, a shop here that's restoring uh, an M6, an early M6, and they cannot find trim anywhere. Like, it's basically wow. what you're doing with the Euro Bumper. Yeah some chrome trim that they it's no longer available and good luck finding good used ones. They're all, you know, fucked up and dented. And so they're like, the restoration is stopped because mm. of little things like that, Crazy. You know, which is only going to get worse. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's like crazy. Eric freeze. who was on the rally in the Bavaria. Yeah, I don't know if you guys saw, but his side trim is all like bond. The holes are all welded up and bonded. He's just over it. <laughs> so he didn't do it. Actually, he was the owner before him. But basically, you can't get that trim. So right. whoever had right. it before just they're like, fuck it, fill yeah. the holes, and you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes that's sense. funny. Yep. Um, Brian, so, I that you Brian just sent us a bunch of pictures of the one four two. Is on the passenger or the driver's side mirror? Is that paint all over it? Yeah, I don't uh, know, dude. Like, so I can't I, tell. Maybe your uh, your hope might be a little, but maybe yeah, it's just right there. Even, but but I it looks like it. it's like taped off, like paint all over the black plastic mirror. That's a, um, I know. The body you looks can't, straight. The yeah. car looks you can't straight, tell, think, right? Uh, I mean, it, it looks like, like it's, it's the same so color as the body. Grainy. Um. <laughs> right. Yeah. But you see what I'm looking at? Yeah. Yeah. And then, it's and then either expanding about, foam. It's either expanding foam or spray paint. <laughs> I'd rather it be spray paint, and I think I, that's what it is. And, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, and, and, and so, and, and then I'm looking, and it's like you get all detail, you know, like kind of looking at the edges of the trim and everything, like around the front. But the pictures are so terrible; it's like really hard to tell. Know, and like the on the on the passenger side photo, like the bat, the badge, the Volvo badge, right in front of the passenger door. Like, is that? Oh, yeah, is there over? something around it? Yeah. <laughs> There's like a and fucking then, uh, pile of trash in the car. Dude, what in is the up passenger with that? footwell, like a pile. And then look at the... Uh, Kevin. And then look at the, uh, like in the far back quarter panel of the passenger side. Like, what is that stain on the side? Dude, I hope you're buying Kevin some pizza or something, because this thing is going to be just 
like <laughs> the first day or whatever is going to be just getting trash and spiders. Lane, you want to volunteer? Or? Hells no. And then <laughs> look at the engine compartment too. Like I, one of the first things I asked was like, no carbs. Was it an engine fire or something? So no carbs. That was what I was yeah, keying in on too. Yeah, could be, could said, be engine fire. <laughs> he said that they. Uh, he said that he has the carbs. He pulled them off because he didn't want to ah. get them stolen. So he has the correct carbs. So that that helped me feel that's, okay about paying his full asking price. Better. I thought that was a big deal. Uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it looks to me like an engine fire. At worst, it looks to me like it's an orange original paint underneath the yellow but i i i don't know looking at the rest of it, it that feels a little far-fetched um but yeah I, I there's a little bit of a concern around all of that grime right behind the engine and if that's like actually charged he i said that directly and he said he he didn't think there was any evidence of that of a fire yeah, I mean, uh, maybe it's just an extended oil leak yeah because if you look cover. at the, the side of the car almost has that same thing the passenger side right. of the car uh, yeah, it almost has that same kind of like just residue and just grossness yeah. on it. So there's another part that I'm looking at. If you look at the passenger side photo, uh, underneath the headlight, above the bumper, I don't, I don't. There's like it's either leaves or there's like I don't know something yeah, else going the same on there. Thing as the side of the car. It's just all. I yeah. think that's like some. It looks like sap or. You we'll know, have just built up grime. Yeah, but it'll be yeah. podcast know, Whatever, it'll be a fun discovery when you when you finally see it, right? It'll yeah, be exactly. interesting, yeah. Yeah. But and, but I mean yeah, now that it, I'm seeing it, it, it though, like this is definitely a good opportunity for that before after video as Lane is talking about. Because right. it definitely right. like you can tell like a lot of this is superficial, so like I think it'll really transform it. Um and it yeah, doesn't regardless. look like it's and it looks like it is single stage, so you know it should come out. Um I don't see any. Yeah, and if they did a lot part. of, if they did do a lot of layers of paint with these cars originally, and then if you take it down a little bit, like I don't know, I, I, it's all out the window. If it if it actually is a respray, a poor respray, then then that you know that's that's kind of like I'm sure there's going to be something else that'll bite me on this that I'm not even thinking about. But at the moment, that that's my biggest concern is just the quality I mean, of the paint. I think you have to look at it like it probably is a respray. I mean that's an old car dude like and back then cars were resprayed when they were like five years old you know it yeah, wasn't yeah, uncommon yeah. at all like or if it yeah. wasn't if it wasn't resprayed it would have a lot of like buff through parts and yeah. uh just some fading and corrosion and stuff i think the mirror yeah, thing is right. super weird been... yeah it's like the sloppiest masking i've ever seen it, it almost seems <laughs> yeah. imp- it seems impossible i, I don't I, I don't get it Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like quarter, we're, just, yeah. Okay, we're running out of time. We're yeah. running out of yeah, go time. For it. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Um, so uh, I'll, I'll make this quick. But uh, I had the S550e. Uh, I had to return to Ali. So I drove that over, and I was going to go pick up my car, which was at AutoWorks Detailing. Um, shout out to Kevin and John, big time. Um, I'll get into that a little bit later. But uh, so I drove the S Class over to Sunnyvale, and then. Uh, hung out with Ali for a little bit. We jumped in his new Targa 991, right? It's nine. 991. Yep. Is it 99? Yeah. Point two. 991. Point. I don't is even it point know two? what it is. I don't know. Oh, it is a point two, right? It's a turbo. Right? No, it's not turbo. It's not? No. I don't think so. Oh, okay. I don't know. Uh, mint green. 911 <laughs> Targa. <laughs> um anyways he gave me a ride up uh to san mateo in the targa and uh man that is a it's about all the car you'd ever need 
I don't know if you ever need to go further. We get asked a lot, like, what base model would you want? And this is nowhere near a base model, but it's not a turbo. It's not a GT3. And it is so much car. I mean, that thing, it rides fantastic. It has cooling seats. It's got all the amenities. It's uh, well-built, smooth, comfortable, shifts great. Like, that is that's a, a lot of car. So um, anyhow, he's he's stoked on it, and he's been driving it a bunch. So we... Went up the peninsula to Auto Works, and I was there to pick up my car, which had gone there right after the rally. Um, those guys did uh, an external uh, wax and then actually had the seats leather-eaked, Lane. A little oh, leather action. Nice. Yeah. Make them all because, supple and Yeah, yeah. Good. They're did still, they like, soaking in, I think. Did they bag uh, them? I don't know what they did. I oh, didn't okay. ask. Yeah. But um, I had gotten these seats from Ruben. They're E30 M3 seats, and the leather was just dry. A little bit of cracking, but nothing through, like all the way through. But uh, just trying to preserve that patina kind of look. So they they did an amazing job and then uh, even hit up the engine a little bit. So pretty stoked. Um, so so Ali's car is a turbo. It's a point two. So It's a point two. Okay, yeah. thank you. Thank you. Um Picked up, uh, so picked up the car from them. Oh, and I ran into Eric Campagno, who's there. Nice. Which is great to see Eric. Senior um, Hoppa. Senior Hoppa. Um, so it's always like a little reunion when you go there. So hit up, hit up AutoWorks Detailing. If you live anywhere near the San Francisco Bay, um, Kevin's mobile as well. And he's a true enthusiast who knows what he's doing, cares about the car. I cannot recommend them enough. AutoWorks Detailing. Yeah. Yep. And they're located Mateo. in San Mateo. Just so. San Mateo. Yeah, exactly. Um, and yeah, they came out to to my house, and it was like kind of a rad hang sesh all day. It was just great to catch up, and yeah, they they do they do a great job. Yes, so um, hopped in my car and drove fun roads home. So I went not that these are secret roads or anything, but I was I went over Highway Nine, and um, I got to about Felton. And I felt like I had a flat tire, like something in the rear was, was off, but then it would go away when I was like, had the clutch pedal in, not on under load. It would, wouldn't be there. It was definitely left rear. So I pulled over and checked it in Felton and it's kind of like a thumping noise, maybe subframe issue, differential, who knows, but I'm like, oh, that's not good, but I could limp it. You know, I'd already been driving a few miles after I noticed it. I limped it home. And put it up on the jack, a jack immediately, and I jacked up on the d- rear differential. So I put the car in the air, and I was going to put jack stands under it, and the left rear wheel almost fell off. Oh shit! What? <laughs> so this is a good reminder to all those people out there that haven't checked their wheel torque in a while. Mm-hmm. I had done, I had done two rallies, driven the car to AutoWorks, and all the way back to Felton before, for whatever reason, the wheel bolts backed out. So what? super easy, super easy to diagnose. <laughs> I, t- I took off, took the wheel off. They were basically like hand tightened. Mm. So I've never had this happen before. I've had cars that we've serviced like five years apart and the wheels have never come off and they're still the exact same torque <laughs> spec. But this is a great reminder to check your torque, uh, even if you don't think you need to. So either rally from home south was just super rough and abused it a little little too much but still the fact that i was able to drive after the rally another 50 miles and then another 50 miles after that and then it was an issue once I all got to bolts were loose on one wheel oh wow 
That's pretty yeah. weird, dude. I did that once. I did that once, being an idiot, and I like not driving around the driving around the fish hook, and I'm like, why is it thumping? And then mm. you know, yeah. pulled over, and I was, like, I was oh, thinking, shit. I was thinking too that it'd be something like your car, your 944, with that weird clunk, because I'm like, yeah. This is so weird. Like, and yeah, I got yeah. out of the car in Felton. I got out of the car and w- looked around, looked underneath it, Nothing. shook it. I'm like, I can't tell. But the minute I put it in the air, the wheel just went thunk. Yeah. Like, what Whoa, the fuck? Sketch. Dude, how sketchy so is that? Sketch. Dude, so, so Dude, we sketch. Had, what, you changed the shock in San Diego mount. once? Wham, you changed a, a top hat for a shock. Was it that side? Uh, Well, I had switched the wheels out. Oh, okay. So it was all but wheels. This was this okay. was like... I'd done all the wheels, but this is, you know, four months ago or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Before. It was when you put the gray, you paint them gray. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I've been driving the car here and there and then did two rallies and all yeah. this other stuff. And then. Interesting that just that just corner, is, though, yeah. Cause I mean, I, I definitely check them every, every single time after a rally. I mean, I check them during even. Like I brought, I bring my, oh, my, yeah, my break bar and shit. Like, um, this is, uh, I definitely check everyone else's. I've never checked mine. Especially with, especially <laughs> with spacers, right? Like as we were talking about before, like, I mean, I usually torque them even more because they do yeah. tend to like loosen up. So I don't know. So I'll that brings them. me. Yeah. That brings me to my next part of the story is that I, when I put it in the air, obviously the wheel like basically fell off. I took it off. I chased the threads on the, the wheel bolts. I cleaned out everything on the hub, like making sure it was okay. Everything seemed fine. I don't, I don't think it was too loose, but then the next day I got my wheel spacers, which I ordered 15 millimeter spacers and they come with new bolts anyways. So I'm going to use those. And we were texting today about just installing those and everything and you're like oh yeah and by the way i i torque them to 90 and i gave you like a thumbs up because uh, this is obviously in my mind is like definitely gonna bump it up from the factory 80 uh, yeah pound although feet. don't do too tight because you can work no 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 and stuff. but i was thinking i was thinking like 85 and then art says you've been running 90 yeah, yeah. so but um anyways, I, I do this, this much uh, yeah yeah that's right you don't have a torque wrench i nah, maybe i do Okay. Well, this is a this is a reminder to all those people who haven't checked in a while. It it very rarely happens, but it's happened to me. So the only thing, other thing I can think of is the car was parked outside, but someone trying to steal a wheel. Yeah, that that was my first thought. That's so weird. But maybe they got caught. But how would I have driven it fifty miles before it got loose? Yeah, I don't know. Were you driving twisty roads home? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You took uh, the good way. Okay, took Nine, the good way. Like, your yeah, old wow. commute. I took your old commute. Wow, that's yeah, it's so weird. It's so weird, right? So, yeah. anyways, uh, it actually ended pretty well because here I was thinking like, ah, oh, subframes broken, the differentials making noise. This is going to yeah. be and he has to diagnose to immediately yeah. know what it is yeah. and fix it. <laughs> it's like all that's right, rad. and you didn't have to that one wheel. They were already loose, so you can put your wheel spacers that's on. Right. There you go. Right? Yeah, yeah. So I just knocked it off. Um, so when I took when I took the wheel off, it's on the exhaust side, and I noticed my rear exhaust hanger was completely broken and the two that hold the muffler were cracked. So, um, I put some new ones on, just put it that way. Hmm. And, uh, spacers are going on. I put the rear spacers on, but I finished just before we started recording. So I didn't have enough time to, to finish it completely, but, um, I'll get those fronts on and so far so good. And, uh, yeah, that's my story. So yeah, on, on the wheel, the wheel tightening stuff, I feel like I, I can't remember any like near misses with myself, but I, I think I had some back in like the racing days where it was like, I, I just found that it was loose and it shouldn't have been. And you know, it was after a session and it's like, Oh man. Right, like that. Right. And, and so, I and, and I, I have this thing now where I like, I'm fanatical about every time I lower the car, 
doing any wheel stuff, I immediately uh, torque those wheels or, or I have some process where I, maybe I lower it all and then I go all the way around and do all four at the same time. But I'm like, I, you know, I get into this mode as I'm closing up a job of like, okay, okay, there's this one important part. And it's like, you yeah. have to, you have to do that. I mean, and then you can do, go do whatever else you need. We're going on a little drive on Friday and I'm going to bring the torque wrench. Like that's right. where I'm at it's right nice now. That, just it's to, good to have. Yeah. I always have yeah, it with me. I never do. And I've never had an issue with it before. And like I said, Dude. like you, I mean, I always have on. a wheel wrench, but not a torque. No, I do. Yeah. I mean, I have that in my car, oh, okay. but I'm saying, yeah. I'm saying like, to check the wheel torque. Like I've serviced well, cars and then they go away for two years and come back and no one's touched the wheels and everything's fine. Well, it depends right? what they're doing, well, it's right? Not, so it's not, I know. Yeah, I mean, I know. on the rally too, it's not just about checking your wheel torque. It's like, if anything happens and you have to change your you need to wheel it, or yeah. tire, you need to retorque it. And it's like, I'm doing that without a torque wrench. I mean, it's whatever yeah. your normal process is. So if your normal is to snug it, that's probably totally fine. Those tools were like made and with yeah. the right leverage so that you torque it to the right torque. Uh, so that's totally fine. As long as you have that tool to be able to do it, you're good. But I had sure. may- maybe the one thing that made an impression on me was when I was living in San Diego, we were right on La Jolla Boulevard, a super busy street and people are going pretty fast. And uh, this girl crashes in front of our house one day and she's in an old DW bug. Her and her dad had just finished working on it. And the wheel fell off on La Jolla Boulevard and she crashed right in front of our house. And it was a straight up like they just didn't torque they didn't torque the, the wheel bolts down. Gnarly. That's and also where like, Kevin's nine eleven got totaled because someone crashed into it. Well, no, I was driving the car when someone crashed into me. Yeah. Kevin's nine eleven. All right, yeah. I gotta go, yeah, guys. I, I, okay, thank yeah. you for All right, later, thank you for the squeezing in that last little story in there. That was that's super gnarly. <laughs> Dangerous. Okay. See you later. Well, just like that, he's gone. Um, I was gonna say, yeah. dude, like those I, during an F one race. I think it was last last year, or the year before, Haas or McLaren, like yeah, both, twice, both pit Haas. stops, both drivers, Haas, Haas. They didn't tighten the wheels, and the guy like pulls out of the pits. They're like, pull over, pull over. Race is done. Like, like and, he got around one turn, he was yeah. like, nope, and then that was it. And it was the same guy with the yeah. wheel. Same gun. guy with the wheel gun. They're like, maybe it was sticking or something, you know, it was like the excuse. Like maybe it's a sticky gun. It just didn't put the pressure, you know, but because those, yeah, those stops are, those stops are 1.7, like 1.9 to 3.9 seconds usually. Two and a half seconds is like average. But yeah. by the way, how do they ever get them on in that I know, time? I know, it's, it's crazy. Unbelievable. Just, just taking a Without cross off and threading? putting it on, like, dude, it's yeah. crazy, dude. I would cross thread the shit out of those things right away, <laughs> immediately. Perfect torque every time. Yeah. Exact. Dude, it's so crazy. And it what is so crazy. Red Bull does it all the time in like two seconds flat or two you seconds. Know, yeah, under two, three. two. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. I mean, there are twenty people doing it at once, but still, it's uh, just to have the technology, to, the tool to be able yeah. to do that safely and Dude, to have and, twenty. That almost makes it worse to coordinate twenty people <laughs> to do anything. Yeah, yeah. That makes it take but longer, there's right? Like, there's like five guys per wheel, so it's like you know, one guy grabs the wheel, the other yeah. guy gives the wheel. The, you know, it's it's all. Uh, symphony and the other guys whispering or... words of encouragement into the right guy with the gun. <laughs> exactly. And, and there's then you a have fan that, guy. Yeah. That crazy lollipop dude people. up front. He's just like <laughs> fucking about to get killed. Giving every the time. driver, giving the driver a lollipop every pit stop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I know. I know it's hard work, but yeah. you got to do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So Lane, 
Yeah. Uh, we haven't really talked about your seats. I mean, you missed the rally in your car because your seat was broken. And then you've done something about that. Oh, yeah. So I I, I guess, I, yeah, I didn't talk about that. or yeah, Not really. Not, no. Uh, so I dropped my, um, I don't know, as with anything, like, dude, I was so stressed out when that happened. When I figured that out, I'm like, fuck, because I was, like, depressed. I couldn't bring my car on the rally and everything. It was the first time my car hasn't been on yeah, the DWA rally. streak is broken. I know. It's so broken, dude. And um, for a seat, too. Yeah. If you were to yeah, not even a crazy, like, mechanical issue or anything. Um, so anyways, I brought my car to, um, fast lane Porsche and Mario is welding up the, the cracks in the pan. Um, and oh, he nice. said, he actually just sent me pictures of the pan, like of him welding up of the welded parts. And he still has like one patch to put in, but it's basically almost done. Um, so nice, yeah. Dude. yeah, so it's almost done. So, and then seats will go, new seats will go in, or are you going to use your so old seats? The, no, the passenger seat's already in. Oh, okay. And I thought so. The right one, I drove there with the new seat just sitting there. Nice. Uh, super, <laughs> it actually wasn't that sketch. Like, it wasn't moving around a lot the way I had the rail, and it didn't move around at all. Dude, that can, oh. be, that can be so sketchy, by the so way. The minute you press, oh, press yeah, the clutch, like, the brakes. Toss forward. Back. Yeah, so I did have it. I had the legs extended all the way out. So it had the surface of the seat plus the rails like extended. So it had a good base basically. Um, so it didn't feel sketch at all, but obviously if I get in an accident or something, it'd be fucking gnarly. (laughs) Um, (laughs) crumpled. Yeah. Just pretzel, pretzel logic. So yeah, I've just been living the boxster life for the last like week. Um, uh, borrowed a, uh, his shop loaner boxster. Oh, nice. Nice. Um, I didn't know what you meant by that. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, dude. So hopefully, hopefully it'll be done. Hopefully I'll be able to pick it up before the little drive up to Alice's and I'll be able to okay. roll that. Yeah. Cool. I'm hoping. Cool. Cross my fingers. Yeah. Well, since this is, uh, after, um, we're doing the drive, there's no harm in saying, but, uh, we're going up to Alice's restaurant on a fun drive on Friday. If you join the Patreon, uh, you'll find out about more of these get togethers. We have another one on the 30th which I just found out I have a my kid's Halloween thing I have to go to, so I might, uh, I might have to yeah. go straight to the lunch and not do fun roads. But anyways, we'll talk about when we get to. But uh, we're doing um, – I was thinking we can just talk about this right now, Elaine. Meet at the Java Junction and just do just do nine all the yeah. way up. Yeah, yeah And it's sure. so good right now. Yeah. For those local that haven't driven it in a while. It's all repaved and stuff. It's repaved and it is perfect. Yeah. It is so perfect above yeah, just nine to Boulder Skyline. Creek. Yeah. yeah. So good. It's so good. And yeah. that lower section we never do, uh, down by Santa Cruz and stuff. The sketch and is, section. Yeah. You do the gnarly part of that. You just have to wa- look out for trolls. Yeah. Dude, it's, <laughs> it's like the, troll crossing, dude. Hobo, gnarly. Hobos. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. I know. I know. But and you're always going to get bushes. stuck behind a car, too. I mean, you are. You get stuck behind a car. Never, ba- never bank on having fun on that road because you're always going to get stuck. You'll right. get like if three you, turns here and there, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. But if you do get the good sections clear, you're like, all right, that was, that was so good. Right. It's really yeah, tight yeah, yeah. too. It's great. Apex Redwoods. That's what it's all about. So, yeah. uh, anyways, Alice's restaurant on Friday. Yeah. And then we're doing, uh, a different spot on the 30th. Join Patreon. I'm for actually stoked info. on that because I haven't been there since our, um, same here. We did a little like, uh, happy, that was the, DWA the, happy. The, yeah, I was in the SL and Brian was in the the uh, Buick. The Skylark, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that was that drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he and, was the uh, uh, he was the time. idiot villain behind me. Yeah, who was <laughs> handing out 
<laughs> who was handing out like old run tracks and stuff to us? Oh, that sounds familiar. Um, but that, anyways, that yeah, was that definitely was someone sent them to us. I think, yeah. Oh, we opened them on Instagram Live there, I believe. Right. That sounds yeah. familiar. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, that was fun. Um, so, anyways, I'm stoked about doing this kind of stuff to get our patrons together, our little community still going in these uh, weird times. Tough times. So, I hope people can join us. I, I'm really looking forward to it. I need to text a couple of people as reminders because I don't know how people are getting their Patreon updates if they're, you know, tied into mm-hmm. that stuff. So, mm-hmm. anyhow, um, is it that time? Yeah, I, I guess. So. Well, you said you wanted to talk about the uh, M. McGregor doc. Oh, yeah. On Thank Apple you very TV. much. So I just finished episode five. Um, it is so good. If you. Wait, is this the long um, way the, around one or what? This is. Uh, so they no, did long way around. Now. They did long way down. And now this is long way up. And right. they're going from. Um, they're going from Patagonia all the way up to Los Angeles in 100 days. And, and Charlie catch, Borman. Charlie yeah, Borman is there. Yep. And the catch is that they're doing electric motorcycles. So what? Harleys. No way. Harleys electric that are outfitted Harley. to be like kind of like off-road or whatever. Crazy. Touring. And they're also, their support vehicles, two of them are brand new Rivian pickup trucks, electric as well. Wow. And I think without those two, that, that element, the show is pretty much just a wonderful travel show. Yeah. And you get to see all the scenery, but they've added this element of drama that's like, they're going to these hostels that are basically off the grid to start with and are using like solar panels and stuff in the middle of nowhere. It, that's also like, the biggest focus of this one is basically on the, on that stuff and the stress yeah, yeah. of having to like, they're trying to make it onto a boat and he breaks down like literally a mile before the boat and they're already holding the boat for him. You know, so then he like, holds on to the side of the Rivian with his hand, like yeah, a bicycle style on the B pillar. And gets pulled all the way to the ferry and coasts on to the ferry and gets off and they're going to their next spot. It's great. And it's shot so well. Can we also just have a moment of silence or whatever you want to call it for drone photography now? Mm. It's insane. Mm. Like these shots, we take it so for granted. It's like, oh, an amazing epic helicopter shot that would have cost like fucking fifty thousand dollars to pull off is just done by a guy on a motorcycle yeah that's how with, you used to know a film was big budget or not is it right, right. Good, smooth like open like like drone footage essentially pre-drone and now everything yeah. can have it you know it's this is like cool. unbelievable yeah. and uh the, the, it makes you want to go to argentina and chile immediately and start rallying all these roads yeah Dude, I would not roads. want to do an electric bicycle, uh, motorcycle, I'll tell no. you that much. Yeah. No, no, no. That is, like, very <laughs> sketchy. And, I mean, they're also doing it with, like, they have a sprinter van as an additional support to the Rivians. They have another guy on a, a gas motorcycle that's just with the two motorcycles. And then they picked up a Land Cruiser at some point. But this show is right up DWA's alley. It's got adventure. It's got roads. It's got rally. It's, like, just awesome but it's on apple you got to have apple tv i think if you bought a product from them they'll give it to you for free for a while yeah it was free with my phone exactly and um i highly recommend it so it's long way up uh ewan mcgregor charlie borman on electric motorcycles and uh like i said i'm only five episodes in i think there's only six that have released so it is like a weekly kind of thing i think i'm about five in as well and it is just it's great even andrew loves it he's four years old and he just like loves all the stuff so i highly recommend it um. All right. Trivia time. Here we go. Let's do it. Uh, Brian, would you do the honors, please? 
So good. It's so good. Um, Mercedes-Benz officially confirms it is killing the manual transmission. Saw that. And that is worldwide, folks. This is not just the Americas. Because when was the last manual transmission sold in the U.S.? Brian, you can go first, please. From Mercedes? Yeah. Mercedes-Benz. Uh, 2005. Lane? I want to say it's probably like an SLK. Um, and I don't know what gen would have last had that, but probably, shoot, I don't even know if that, the F1 looking SLK ever had it. Uh, let's say that did. So 2012. Good guess. Good guess. Uh, 2011 C-Class. It was a C300 sedan you could get. I don't know if they made a manual in a, a coupe. So is that a W204? But, yeah, it's a W204. Okay. Is that what they call those? Yeah, they started in 2008, I want to say. 2011. Yeah, they're pretty sharp looking. It's I've actually worked on a couple of them, and it shifts nice. It's it's kind of an interesting alternative to the regular Audis and BMWs we, we hear about. I don't think it's too sporting, but... Uh, yeah. Anyways, 2011 um, was the last time we had a manual transmission, so this isn't a huge hit for us. But imagine the Europeans. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for example, how many uh, how many models are available in England? How many Mercedes Benz models in manual transmission are available in England today? Well, right now, I, yeah. pro- I mean, I don't even know how many models they have, but I, I would. S- Fuck, they probably have like 15 models, and probably eight are available with manual. Brian. I'm gonna say five. One. They only sold one. It was an A class, mm. the little guy. Little guy, huh? So it's no already class. been, already been uh, eliminated mm. in England. I mean, I'm sure in Europe there's a few more options. For example, did you know that they sold my Mercedes wagon with a manual in Germany? Huh. Yeah, that makes a smaller, sense. smaller engine, but um, you get a manual transmission wagon. And with those weird... diesels and stuff, you would want it back then. You know, a lot of those. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I wonder, I mean, it's not that big of a hit for a Mercedes as a, like, you're kind of like, okay, well, they make powerful, like, big bruisers, supercar kind of stuff, or, or like wagons, or they make just kind of, I don't know, nice sedans and stuff. It's not like, yeah, you know, they're yeah, not, I know. their sporting it, intention isn't, I, I don't know. It hasn't been forever since yeah. like a Kazi or something like that. I've even, even I thought mean, of. that was rare even to have a manual back then, right? I, I know, like, but that's the last car I think of that I'm like, oh yeah, Mercedes should make manuals because they made that. But other than, I mean, SL320 uh, manual, um, some of the 300s and stuff. But yeah, yeah on, on one hand, it's like, yeah, it's like the Mercedes would be the first you would expect, right? Yeah, I know, I know. So, anyways, it's done, and um, and Audi, Audi's actually, already done, right? I don't know about the whole world, but I know. Oh wow, yeah, yeah. that's crazy. Ferrari's obviously was done, whatever, six years, eight years ago, or something. Yeah, so they're not going to offer a manual, but they're also going to decrease um, internal combustion uh, by seventy percent uh, by twenty thirty. Dude, so, we never brought up the Gavin Newsom like claiming no more, you know. Gas-powered cars gas sold? in California after whatever. What year? 
what 2030 year was it? or something like that. I thought it was like 2025 or something very yeah, soon. which is, it's such a bullshit, like, they'll revoke. It's, so it's, it's so him just trying to, like, appease these someone. That's insanity. I mean, yeah. that's like, it's so much sooner than it seems. And by the way, we don't even know if electric's, like, the way to go yet. And I don't know. Dude, there's so many questions, right? It's like. Right, right. No, I, I know. I hear that kind of stuff. And it's, it's a lot, that's going to come a lot sooner than you think. And But um, they could also back out of all this, that stuff so easily. Right. So. I could easily see, um, like, Market Street in San Francisco, like no internal combustion. Yeah, it's like or, England, like like London, right? Right, city center, um, yeah. something like that. Maybe I don't even know what other city, like Santa Barbara. I could see them saying nothing downtown. You have to have a sticker or something, but I don't know. I don't think it's going to be widespread across the whole state. Yeah. By I don't know, not even our lifetime. I think, but we'll see. We shall see. Uh, it's interesting watching that long way up show with the Rivians. I mean, these are the first prototypes, not even like standard switch gear in it or anything. And they're doing pretty well. Um, <laughs> but the best is like you tow charge them to charge so them. Crazy. So you tow them with a diesel truck to charge up the batteries. You're like, okay. But the fact you can do that, <laughs> Brian, one hour cool. of towing this Rivian is 80% battery. I thought it was 50. 80. I, I watched it last night. They were talking about it. I wow. can't believe that. So you just flat tow it around like on a road and then you can, after an hour, you're like, I'm good. Yeah. yeah. And then continue on. But it's just a interesting idea. I had no idea to be that efficient. You could have told me yeah, like, tow, gain tow that behind 30%. your little RV and then you got oh, uh, right. your, your drop your RV miles per gallon from six miles a gallon to two or something <laughs> like that. But you charge your electric truck. Yeah, I won't spoil the, it, but I think people should watch Rivians it. So. Are, Rivians are pretty cool, actually. Yeah, I'm, I I haven't seen much except for their professional videos, but I yeah. I dig it. Yeah, um, Ford is dropping the paper manual you would get in your Ford F one fifty. It's now going to be a little pamphlet and a digital version. Um, this is going to get rid of. A lot of paper and ink for the company. Um, I don't know how you want me to break this down. Do you want to do how many tons of paper or how high of a stack in elevation? Oh, shit. I want to see the elevation height. This is one year of, uh, how, of manuals. How about all and the nobody uh, reads the, nobody stuff reads the manual. How about all the nobody election paper being wasted right now? Like, that's gnarly. Hey, it's not a waste, Lane. Come on. That's people's <laughs> lives. It's the same person state. over and over, too. I get the same person on door tag style, like I in know. the mail. I get all. Well, like, yeah. I mean, since you're a Trump supporter, you're going to get a lot Kanye of Kanye West. It's, Kanye it's West. Kanye that West. That? That's right. And and Will I Am. They're on a joint ticket. Yeah. No, joint. I mean, Kanye West is legit. I was surprised. <laughs> I heard he was, like, running, but. Legit on the ballot, like right there, you can check his name. It's not good. But he's not, not is yeah. he actually running or is that just like. A yes, thing? he's as a vice president on the fucking ballot. Like everybody else Vice president to who? I <laughs> forget. For I don't president. know. <laughs> you just run for vice president? You're like, hey, I'm going to be vice president. Whoever <laughs> I'm wants to be ready. vice president. <laughs> I'm not ready for <laughs> yeah. the presidency. Yeah. I just want to. You have to be on a. On a I'm going <laughs> to start low here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's but, true. I, I mean, look I, it up. Dude. About... He's a running mate. He's as a vice he... president. I mean, he's on the. There's like, whatever. He's running six, for president. Six uh, people you can vote for plus write in, and he's so, he's on there. It so he's gonna so blow. He's gonna lose the, the. He's gonna lose the election for Biden. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what he's gonna do. 
Yeah. It's just kind of people that didn't, weren't going to vote anyways. And so, I mean, I guess it won't really kill him, but, uh, I mean, I've, I yeah, voted for sure. him, but it still pisses me <laughs> off. <laughs> why, why did you vote for him? What? Why did you vote for him? Well, you know, he just had a pretty good album back there a little while ago. So, Which, like 20 years called? ago. College Dropout. What was it called? <laughs> Brian, is, name of the album? College Dropout or something like that? Oh, uh, okay. he copied what I just said. That's why he said it. Dude, on, but I, 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 I said it. I, I do it. <laughs> I All right, let's get back to the facts here. Uh, Ford F-150, uh, Ford is yeah. saving how many tons of paper or how many? No, I want what the height. height. I, okay, give me height. Going height. All right, is this in miles? Now it's in feet. Uh, <laughs> I wanted miles. All right. Um, I don't, dude, 5,280 feet. Oh, there we go. 5,000 feet. Um, uh, a million feet. A million feet. A million feet. feet. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, that's ridiculous. How many cars do they sell? Probably 1.5 million. million a year. Yeah. No, they sell more, the more the manuals aren't a... Um, Foot thick. So, um, <laughs> 200,000. 200,000. 18,000 feet. So, you know, Dang. about the cruising altitude of a small jet, um, something like that. How higher much than energy the is that? Like, I wonder, like, if, like Dude, that's how why much, I want to see the breakdown into, like, energy that it costs. How much to ink that. and, and then it's got to, like, some sort of binder glue. That's and it's what I'm got saying. Like, everything together, and, like, how much energy is that taking i don't know i know can i tell you one thing so i was involved with the uh user guide for gopro for a little stretch there and they can be so annoying because it's like you're trying to cut costs on products you know like to try to get the most margin and keep to under a certain price point and these things are so expensive and you have to throw all these different translations in there. So it's like some little oh, right. user guide at multiplied times five to cover all the common languages or whatever it was. And uh, no, nobody reads it. And it's like, yeah, can you just send somebody a link to like figure all this stuff out? And uh, they are, they're kind of annoying just in the, the cost that they have. And so somebody is very pleased. That you, oh, here's the other thing too. They've got this long printing process. You got to figure, you know, all of this stuff has to be sealed uh, way before you go to print, right? And then those have to go yeah. in the box and they sit for a while. Uh, the, the, uh, you know, the the reasons uh, behind wanting to uh, go digital and you just like include a card with a link to someplace are huge. You can change all these I mean, things after the fact. All the software that, that's going to be updated later and change the behavior. Like oh, there right. are things that, that you stuff, do in you, software updates that change yeah. what's written in the user manual. That's probably true for trucks too, to some extent. I mean, things you, are going to be updated. You can update yeah. the document. You can use it next year yeah. without much changes. And also an F-150 user manual, it says 625 pages, Jeez. 625 pages. And that is not like a super high tech vehicle. I mean, they've gotten pretty techy, I guess, probably just for the infotainment is like a hundred pages, but still that is 625 pages. That's almost the biggest shock of all. Um, 18,000 feet is a stack of saved paper. So yeah, uh, it's a little bit of, um, and by the way, Ford's probably stoked. That's a couple more bucks in their pocket. That's for sure. So, and one thing they add too, they can put it, I think they can put it in the truck on your touchscreen and you can search it. So you can just Mm. say like AC or towing or whatever, and it's going to take you. Oh yeah. That's the way to do it. Yeah. That's I like that. Anyhow, that's your trivia. That's it. And that's all. All right. Well, all right. we'll see you guys soon. All right. Thanks Hopefully for listening. 
go talk to AutoWorks Detailing ASAP. All right, say. Okay. See Patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Do you enjoy the DWA podcast? Give us a little love and support us on Patreon and get some awesome bonuses like a weekly exclusive Patreon podcast, exclusive stickers, koozies, and discounts on everything in our store, early access to rallies and other DWA events, and much, much more. Um, yeah. It really helps us out if you become a patron of the podcast, and we hook you up with some really cool stuff. So join us now at patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Thanks.